I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. This morning, let me speak with you about a goal worth living for. Well, actually, an even bigger goal than that. One worth dying for. And that's a big difference. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me on the top spot on the internet for coffee with a cleric. (laughs) You're going to need a cup of this this morning. (laughs) My goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and also share this with a friend. Hey, let's talk about goals so big and amazing, they're worth dying for. To do that, I want us to listen in on the Apostle Paul. You see, after Paul's release from prison in Rome, Nero tossed him back in jail about five years later. And sitting in his prison cell, he wrote a goodbye letter to his spiritual son in the faith. Second Timothy was Paul's final letter. Now, in contrast to his first imprisonment when he lived in a rented house, now he languished in a cold dungeon, chained like a common criminal. I've stood in the stone windows and looked into where he was. His friends even had a hard time finding out where he was being kept. But Paul knew that his work was done. His life was nearly at an end. And he had a few sage words to pass along to his spiritual son. Friends, we live in an age where the work of some people's entire lives is being undone by the revelations of how they truly lived. Think Epstein. But he's not the only one. Out of some hundred or so detailed bios in the Bible, two out of three ended poorly. But not Paul. Paul was finishing well. He could say, I stayed the course. Now there's plenty of people who can claim to be good and holy, but who live like hell is their real master. Paul was a man who walked his talk. Let me ask you, how do you want to be remembered? You know, one day three guys were discussing their obituaries. What what would you like people to say at your wake? First guy said, I want people to say he was a great preacher. Okay. Second guy says, I I want people to say he he was such a loving father. Alright? Third guy said, I want people to say. Look, he's still alive. (laughs) After we buried my father a 
couple years ago, I needed a few minutes to kind of come to grips with it. So I, I walked around the cemetery gathering my thoughts, and as I did, I observed several of the accolades written on the gravestones. There were words like, Beloved Mother, Darling Son, Rest in Peace, Asleep in Jesus, and, and so on. <laughs> I remembered Ruth Graham's gravestone, Billy Graham's wife, just simply says, End of Construction. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> I read about a man whose life was summed up on his gravestone by five words. A man of unquestioned integrity. Suppose it was your tombstone. What five words would those who knew you best choose? Well, writing from a Roman jail, with the certain knowledge that he would soon be dead, Paul looked back at his journey with Christ and, and then he looked forward to what would happen after he died. And he wrote his own epitaph. I'm already being poured out like a drink offering. The time has come for my departure. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I kept the faith. And now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. And not only me, but also to all who've longed for his appearing. You see, Paul knew he was about to finish this life, and he could say with purpose and peace, I'm ready. He knew we're not in the land of the living going to the realm of the dead. We're in the land of the dying, trying to bring others with us into the land of the living. And, and Paul used an image that, well, it would have been really familiar to the folks of that day, a drink offering. He said, I'm already being poured out like a drink offering. Now, let me tell you, a drink offering was some wine poured over a burnt offering. Its purpose was to kind of give a, a sweet smell as the meal came to an end. Romans often ended up with a meal or a banquet with a, with a drink offering. It, it meant, hey, hey, time to get up and go. And it was, it was their way of symbolically giving the, the last drop of glory to their gods. And that's how Paul viewed his coming death. He intended to give the true God all the glory when he had just one thing left to give. He knew it was time to rise and go. Paul never loved the world or the things of the world. He gave his entire life to the gospel. Emperor Nero didn't take his life. Paul had been pouring out his life since the day he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. Today's verse, it says, Since God has shown us such great mercy, I beg you, offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him. So let me ask you a final question. What are you living for? 
that's worth dying for. There's a, a coffee brand that's roasted here in Florida. It's called Maxwell House. The tagline for their coffee brand has been the same for years. Good to the last drop. I want my life to be just like Maxwell House coffee. Good to the last drop. Well, before you go out and start pouring your life into the things of God, will you help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and help them get to know him and his word personally and better? Please like this video. Really will help more people see it, especially if you add a comment. And then click follow or subscribe so you and I can get together every day. Just click the link in the description and I'll send you a free copy of my book, Count to One. God's plan for Christian unity. I'll put it right in your inbox for you. Hey, one more thing. Do share this video with a friend. Because as you do, that makes you part of the team. Touching hearts all over the world with the love of Jesus. Thank you for helping.